in the Lord. I trust in him. I don't lean on my own understanding. I am standing because of him. Because in him, I live, I breathe, and I have my being. Oh, today I'm, I'm like excited. You don't know I'm ecstatic. Because first of all, I'm in my house. In my father's house, first of all. In my home. And my, my spiritual father's not here today. And I'm kind of slow in listening. And I realize, oh, I'm in charge? Que revolu. God bless everyone. He really, was he thinking this through when he said, was he? Yo no sé. I don't, I, I just don't understand. But because God didn't call many wise to the kingdom, he called the rejects. <laughs> I'm number one. That, I'm, I know I was a reject. But what the world didn't want, God received. So I'm going to say, nah, 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 nah. See, what the world didn't want, and I had to put a persona so everyone could accept me, wasn't what God wanted. He said, I made you do you. I'm like, okay. I thank God today because when I'm in New York, I could be Jenny. When I'm in Texas, I got to say, God bless you. How are you today? I talk among my own people and they call me a gringa. I'm like, what are you, sir? I'm a who? And people do things. We label each other without realizing. God bless you. Welcome. I don't know if you know me. I don't know you. But I'm so happy you're here. I'm happy to see each and every one. I have eaten some tremendous food last night. That I had to go home and repent. <laughs> you think I'm. I don't know why they give me the mic and they want to film me. That doesn't work with me. I ate some food. <laughs> no, you just don't understand. I live in Texas. Okay. Excuse me. I'm caught between states. Don't go there. And what we're having a majority of, of, of Puerto Ricans move to Texas, but there's nothing like New York. And I went to this restaurant, and we, no, espérate, no, tú no sabes, you don't know half of it. And we tasted this food that 
Well, I want this lovely couple to please just stand. I just want them to stand. Yeah, you, my sweetie, you. You, you see this, this, I just say, I'm going to embarrass you. That's okay, right? <laughs> this, this man, what, what, who are you? You're, you're from what? You're from who originally? He's lying to me. Because he's not Italian. Go to the restaurant, talk to him, and say, Boricua. <laughs> you think I'm lying? I'm not lying. I'm saying this man. <laughs> I was like, no, he didn't. He speaks Spanish better than I do. That's a shame. Such a beautiful, gentle person. I'm not trying to embarrass you, son. I'm trying to tell you God acknowledges you. The fact that you came showed me the kind of man that you are. A man of integrity whose heart's been broken one too many times. But God has a destiny. God has your tomorrow in his hand. Just give him opportunity. Okay? Because you already, my son, forget about it. <laughs> Beautiful couple. We're going to talk to them like you got. I'm telling you, I was like, this is not, this is, this is unheard of. When I, you could sit down. I know he's like, I want to sit down already. <laughs> <laughs> when I was with, I mean, it was such a blessing to be within this couple because I have never, you know, it's unheard of. I look at Mike, and if you look at Mike, my husband, Mickey, which he wants to be called now in Texas, I don't know why. And Mickey, no, Mike, it never was Mike. You put me Mike, I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and I said, tú eres Miguel Ángel Torre. He said, okay, you want to go there with me, Juanita? <laughs> Give me a second. Okay, you, you don't get that joke. The women that were in the conference yesterday got it. But this is such a turning point in people's lives. Catch it while you can. Because God is about to move powerfully. God is not looking so much that you sin. Because your sin is a product of not understanding who you are. Because once you understand who you are and what he did for you. You're going to get your act together. So I'm not here to talk about sin. You've been hearing that too long. But I want you to open your Bibles to Psalm 45 a minute.
And I just want you to stand a moment. You are not honoring me, you're honoring God. We bless you, Lord, today. I just want to read a couple of verses from here, and it says in Psalm 45, my heart is overflowing with a good theme. I recite my composition concerning the king. My tongue is the pen of a ready writer. You are fairer than the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird your sword upon your thigh, almighty one. With your glory and your majesty, and in your majesty, ride prosperously because of the truth, humility, and righteousness, and your right hand has or shall teach you awesome things. Bless God. I'm just going to leave it there for a moment. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you that today you have received our worship. It is not by our acts of righteousness that we come to you, but we come to you by grace because there is nothing that we can do to save ourselves. We have received the ultimate sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And Lord, we thank you because he has become, Lord God, the great high priest that offered himself entered the heavenlies and is seated at your right hand making intercession for us. We thank you that you have sent the Holy Spirit to help us, Lord God, in our infirmities and teach us how to pray. For many times we don't pray as we ought, but the Holy Spirit that knows your heart, O oh Father, helps us to make intercession. We thank you that we do not stand alone that we have a house to go to and that we are becoming a house of prayer for all nations. We thank you, Father, that we are living stones being built together onto a holy habitation to you for who can make a house where you can dwell if you are the creator of everything that exists, visible and invisible. But we know how to come together as your people to worship you. So today we thank you for your mercies and your goodness, your grace and your forgiveness. Lord, we thank you because you are our God and we are your people. In Jesus' name, amen. Just give them a clap. You may be seated. Everybody's looking at, can I sit down now? 
I want to speak to you a little bit about what God is doing at this time in this season. And that many times we rely on other resources to help us get by because we haven't understood that God is in all for all and that he is our all. And many times we're chasing after dreams that we believe that God is calling us to do and it's not God's will. But we believe that it's God's will and we focus on the doing instead of the being. So when that happens, we start chasing after a dream that may have come by your desire to be somebody without you realizing that you are somebody. Because if God counted you worthy, because he knows all things, and if we believe in God, and that he is the beginning, the end, the alpha, the omega, the first and the last, and when we speak about eternity, we're saying that he always existed and will always exist, and that he took his time. He took his time. To become man and be born and die on the cross, then there is a purpose why he brings you into his presence. Okay? You have to understand that it's not by your perfection and who you think you are. It is by God perfecting you through faith in him. Now, God gives different gifts to different people. Okay, and, and I bless God for the body of Christ, but I'm an intercessor. That means that if I can be in the background, I'm, cool, I'm good with that. Okay? I don't need to be in the front. I don't need to be, yeah. There was a time that, you know, you do things like that. That's good. But if I can be in a place where I can pray and intercede, I'm good with that. And I've always been an intercessor. But this year... God has allowed me to go through certain things, to break off certain things, to make me better. Anybody been there? Is anybody there? You don't, don't fake it. This is not fake it till you make it. It don't work that way. It's like, be honest. Come to God. Let him fill you. And say, you are the strength of my life, and I cannot make it without you. So today, if you don't give me the strength to go through, I will not be able to make it. Every process in your life is to bring you into the next phase and plan that God has for you. Even through the loss of a loved one, a death of a marriage, even through a sickness. Your home is not here. Stop trying to make it your home. Because if you want to have 70 lives, 70 years here, which is what we can live, well, I'm going to live to 110, I think. Tell me, speak it, Jenny. (laughs) But that doesn't mean it's necessarily true because things happen, right? 
No one knows you better than God. You know, I can't be, I, you know, I need to be formal in Texas. I want to be me in my house. Is that okay? Let my spiritual father scold me later. You can't, haha. But the process of life that you go through, when you go through it, is very hard because you don't realize what you're going through. And you keep saying, well, you know, like, what's, what's up with this? Why am I going through this? And you attach yourself to something that will try to ease your mind, ease your conscience, or ease you, period. And it has happened to me. Okay? It has. The stress, the TV, the overeating. Don't you dare look at me like I'm heavy. I'm not heavy. I'm abundantly blessed, believe me. Oh, let me, let me. Abundantly blessed. <laughs> A blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and I had to go to the doctor for three years in a row because I was sick and they couldn't find nothing wrong with me. Nearly dead, go to a hospital. Oh, there's nothing wrong with her. It's stress. So when a doctor tells you you're stressed, what's going to happen? You're really going to get stressed, right? Come on, stop acting all holy. You know what I'm talking about. So what happens? You begin to go through a process, and you begin to see things cut off out of your life, things that you're used to doing because you can do them blindfolded. Anybody been there? Anybody there? And because you know you could take care of it, so you front. That's what we call fronting. Yet deep inside, you're going through different things, anxieties, insecurities, and so you want to channel that and attach yourself to something that is not going to give you the satisfaction to bring you through. Okay? So what happens? You create a habit to entertain or to quiet those things that you're going through because you want to be that which you don't realize that you are already. Are you understanding what I'm saying now? So what happens? It could be anything. It could be I need to get two or three jobs. It could be get addicted to TV and don't tell me that none of you don't watch TV. Don't lie. Anytime I want to speak to Mike because he's such a TV buff, I got to wait between the commercials because I can't talk when he's watching TV. And I interact. You know how frustrating that is? That I cannot talk when you're watching a TV program? Pero mira este. And shh. I'm like, what do you mean shh? What is that shh? No te cojo ahorita. And so we begin a process of in involving ourselves in other things to to try to quiet what's going on. And this is as good as for men and women. So what do you do? You get involved in different activities to try to prove that you can do something and you don't notice that God 
wants you to relax, to understand who you are first before you try to be something that you are already. Can you tell your neighbor that? I am. When I started looking at the Psalms, and this Psalm brings forth a song because a Psalm is a song. And if you look at your Bible, and many of us are using tablets, that is so fine. Tablets. I love my tablet. I love my tablet. I love my phone. But you know what happened? I forgot where the scripture was because I'm not using an open Bible. Oh, don't look at me like I can. You're so old-fashioned, really? If you have to look for something, you make your brain think. If you don't think, you don't process your thoughts and anything that's given to you you believe. So just remember, oh yeah, pushing a button is just fine. I'll give you an example. I had a gift of a tablet, which wasn't, it was an Android. I just pushed the button and there it was. It burnt out. Now, believe it or not, don't laugh. I was an IT person at one time. At one time, I'm not that old, sweetie. <laughs> yes, I am. Technology changes instantly. I injured my back, and I had to stop working. So if you're not working in it, you, you know, you just... And I'm talking about when there was those big, big clunky monitors that when a 20-inch, you have to pick it up. I had to pick it up, and I messed up my back. I had to stop working. So it's nice to have technology. But I want to see everybody have their Bibles and just lift it up. I'm talking about this Bible, not your phone, not your tablet. Because it's so easy. Things are made so easy for us. And they're good. But if you don't use your mind and you don't use the ability to create, you're just going to be a follower. And not use the gifts that God has given you. This is not because I dyed this color, okay? I'll be 61 in April. <laughs> yeah, I got it like that. <laughs> but I live long enough to know that if I don't listen... I'm always going to be in the same place. So you need to start listening to the spirit because this is not by wisdom of man. It's by wisdom of God. And I don't care how much you think you know and who you are. 
if you don't search out God with all your heart, you're going to miss out on God's best. God wants you to search him out, know him one-on-one. Don't depend on somebody else. I love my husband, my big man. But you know what? If he necessarily doesn't want to go to church, I'm like, okay, I love you. The only thing I could do is pray for you because if you don't want to go, I'll pray for you. I'll stand in the gap for you. But you know what? See ya. Wouldn't want to be ya. Because I know what's written at the end of the book. And so I cry out and I pray for me first because I'm not a bag of, a bag of chips, you know. I'm not all that in a bag of chips. I know that I need God in my life every day. The first process of growing up in the Lord is to know that you cannot do without God every day in your life. Learn how to humble yourself before God. Know how to give yourself to God every morning. I'm not telling you to pray 10 hours and be the same. I'm telling you just give your heart to the Lord. Respond to his call. Don't think that you're all that. Because you're not. You're here by the grace of God. You breathe by the grace of God. You have what you have by the grace of God. You have the ability to think and create because God has created you like that. And he is waiting on you to make up your mind. So stop thinking that you can without him. You cannot. When the psalmist wrote this psalm, you're going to look at it at home because it's a long psalm. And when he talks about that his tongue is like a ready pen, he is confessing who God is. He's talking about the king of kings. He's not talking about King David. Look at your Bibles. I'm going to make it easy. If the K is in a capital, as talking about So the psalmist is writing this, and he's saying that his tongue is ready. He wants to write out. In other words, his heart was full of joy. And if you look at the writers of the psalm, you're going to notice that these men had a history I'm not going to tell you what it is. That's making it easy. If you think it's your smart researcher, okay? And they were called. They had a past. And God called them. God forgave them. And they were willing to serve the Lord. God doesn't call perfect people. God calls imperfect people to perfect them. Let's get that right. I've seen too many youth being damaged because they think, God called me. If you think God called you, are you ready to go through? Because I'm going to tell you something, honey. With every promotion, there's always a demotion. You're going to go through stuff, but is God making you better? He's making you better. If my heart is attached to too many earthly things, I'm going to give myself only to that. And I'm not going to give myself to the Lord as I ought to. 
That doesn't mean that I can't have businesses. That doesn't mean, and let me tell you something. To have a business is not easy. That's not my anointing. I know that. You know why? Because if somebody comes and gives me a sad story, I go, bendito toma. Here. And they could play me like that. I don't have a mind for business. As a matter of fact, I'm kind of dizzy. Don't look at me like you, you, you got it all together. I'm kind of dizzy. I tell you why? But I tell you one thing. When the Spirit of God tells me to speak, now we're talking about something different. Now Jenny pulls back. I said, go ahead, God. Go ahead. So, see, I know that I am limited to the anointing that God gave me, but I am not limited in love, in forgiveness, in long-suffering, in peace, in joy. Some of you are looking for the wrong thing. You're looking for God's hand instead of looking for his face. You think that you have to be when you already are. He has made you his righteousness. He has given you life. He has exchanged his holiness for your sin. Why do you think that Jesus just came to die just for the sake of dying? The word of God says that great is the mystery. God. What does it say? Does anybody know that? Does anybody know it? God became flesh. In other words, God became man, witnessed by angels. Died as a man. Resurrected in a glorified body is at the right hand of the Father, forever making intercession for me. That means, that means I need a Savior. I have a Savior, and I need a Savior. And I'm sorry if my speech is a little slow. I am very physically tired. But you understand where I'm coming from, right? That means that God appointed him to die on the cross way before you and I ever existed. He was going to resurrect because he took your place. He counted you and I worthy. You know, many people say, well, if he's a God, well, well why, why, why did he, he create the devil? He didn't create the devil. He created an angel who became the devil because he had a free will. 
You understand? I'm trying to make it as simple as possible. I don't want to get theological on you. I don't want to get like, because this and I, I, I could go there. I don't believe in that. I believe if I can't communicate this simply, I'm not going to get to you. But I want to tell you this. If God saw you before you were formed in your mother's womb and he created you and you came on this earth and you were subject to sin and he already had planned to bring you into his presence, it is your choice to say yes to the Lord or no to the Lord. So see, God did not create Satan. Satan chose to rebel against God. And at the end of the day, when the time comes, when Jesus returns, when Jesus returns, there's not going to be any way that he can deny who Jesus is. Because Jesus came to redeem one time. The next time he comes as a judge. So while we're on this earth and we have life, we serve. We perfect? Come on. Every time my feet hit the ground, I say this, okay. Today I know I'm going to put my foot in it somehow. So before I put my foot in it, Lord, I, I thank you for forgiveness, for strength. Help me to focus on who you are, and that's how I pray. Now, when I put my foot in it, I said, Lord, help me not to repeat that again. Show me what is in me so that I don't repeat it. If it's ignorance, if it's bad relationship, whatever it is, show me what it is, because I'm a very compassionate person. You could tell me a story, and, uh, you know... I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed. I will believe you, okay? But all you have to do is tell me one, one time. I'm not going to believe you the second time. Because I've learned if you did it to me one time, you're going to do it to me. It's not that I'm not going to forgive you. It's that I can't treat you in the same level that I treated you before. You understand what I'm saying? So I have to be cautious because if I embrace you again, you might think that you're getting over and you're going to hurt me and hurt yourself. And then Jenny may get ghetto and I don't want to get ghetto. Oh, don't tell me you don't get it like that. Come on. Please. Please. You still go, what? Excuse me? <laughs> what? I don't realize it sometimes. My husband said, change your face. I said, change yours first. <laughs> so see, when you're involved with different cultures, here I can be myself. In Texas, I have to be more careful because there's people that don't understand this culture. You know, So when... I came to Texas the first time. Everybody was so polite. I'm like, what's wrong with these people? Hi, good morning, how are you? Until I learned, wait a minute, it's a different culture. Then I learned that you can be polite and still be mean. 
and hateful. You see? So then my husband says, well, why are you like that? I said, learn me. After 24 years, you got to learn who I am. This is what I am. If I don't like it, you're going to see the nostrils flaring up. I don't know. I tried to learn from my spiritual father to have a poker face. Apostle Victor can do that very well. I tried. I can't. I'm like, okay. Now, when my head goes to the next time, and when it goes like this, it's over. You laugh because you know you go through the same thing. Right? Right? You know you do the same exact thing. And then we come to church, I glorify you, Jesus. Holy is your name. I love you, Lord. Yes. You're so good to me. And then you out there, well, I ain't cooking today. Today is Sunday. Leave me alone. The phone rings. Oh, God bless you. How you doing? <laughs> okay, don't look at me like that, Lunde. We do that. It's the truth. Come on, stop it. Who are you, who are you playing? Maybe me, but God knows the intent of your heart. So while, you know, and you have to have that kind of persona. You have to represent, you know, I can't go everywhere and act silly like I do in my house. You know. Y te voy a decir una cosa. Yo predico en español ahora para que te, te lo goce. Okay? It was hard. <laughs> but I did it because I was in a state where I had to do it. And I learned that just because you speak Spanish doesn't mean you understand all people. You understand what I'm saying? You feel me? You feel me? Just tell me I feel you, Jenny, that's all. Respond, give me some, you know, give me some love, you're just like, So, so God wants us to come to a higher place in him. Be real, but be God's. Be truthful, but be God's. Before you say anything, think about it. Be slow to speak and quick to listen. Because if your life depended on it, you wouldn't say certain things that come out of your mouth. If somebody's coming to mug you and puts a gun in your hand and says, give me your wallet, you're going to say, yes, sir, here. But if somebody in the street is going to say, can you give me a dollar? I'll get out of my face. You see the difference? You understand who we, our environment is, is how we respond. But we forget that the Holy Spirit lives inside of us. And he's seeing what we do. And he knows our thoughts. It goes deeper than just representing. It goes to the place of living and behaving in a godly way.
I don't speak, you know, certain things and I don't share certain things uh, because when I go to a place to minister, I don't want to know because then I'm not going to speak because I'm going to say that came out of me and not the voice of God. You understand what I'm saying? You know, this is not a familiar spirit. This is not, I'm not, you know, I'm not a medium. I'm, 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 a, I'm a woman of God with faults. But God called me to do this. And if he calls me to restore one person, then one person I will restore. Because God was kind enough to bring me out of the lifestyle I lived. Not one time, many times. And many times the church doesn't understand what individuals go through. And sometimes it's very easy for us to point the finger instead of loving and praying and interceding. And waiting upon God to deliver that person. The moment you and I open our mouths to criticize, we're no longer walking by the spirit of God. We're being critical and we think we're better than that person when we carry our own weaknesses and our own burdens. Don't you speak, pray. You got nothing to say, pray. 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 